On Monday, August 8th, Tall Can Audio hits 1,000 episodes. Wait, that's still on? Who could possibly still care? And the gang is all here to celebrate. It's euphoric. It's got to be close to Nirvana. It's outstanding. For the first time ever, Maddie, Michaela, Rob, and Matt are all live in studio together. It's happening, you guys! It's happening! Oh my god! Oh my god! I wish you all were here! Is this likely to go well? Just check my notes here. No! At least it will make a lot of noise. Boom. Here comes the boom. A thousand pods and a thousand pints. I don't think I've ever been as proud in my entire life. TCA 1000 drops Monday, August 8th, wherever you find low-quality podcasts. Fuck, it's out of control. Shit. I will be last place by 20 points or whatever, and I will still text you and give <laughs> yeah. you as much shit as I can yeah. come up with. Hey, aren't you that guy everybody hates? No, man, no. This is Tall Can Audio. <laughs> Follow along on Twitter at Tall Can Audio or at Facebook.com slash Tall Can Audio. Just do it! What's happening, everybody? Welcome inside an all-new episode of the Talk and Audio Podcast. This is episode number 803. Matt Robinson here with you in our studios in beautiful Bytown, Canada. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Talk and Audio. We're on this. The further we get into it, the less I think it's going to be anything. But we are on Clubhouse. If you're on Clubhouse, we are at Talk and Audio. Uh, joining me today, our buddy, Chris Hoffley. What's happening, man? Hello. Not too much. Good to be here, as you're probably like, I don't know, third last pick for a guest today. I, I still I still appreciate being on the roster. I, I like your uh, I like your positivity that you were third last and not not last. Uh, that's <laughs> for for anybody who's who was expecting to hear Maddie Lang today. Um, little scheduling snafu. We kind of miscommunicated on on when we thought this was going to go down. So we're going to push Maddie back a little bit. Uh, still want to talk to him about Kyle Lowry and everything that's going on there um, and a bunch of other things. So we will get to Maddie Lang, um, but Chris Hoffley, good enough to step in. Uh, I, I was kind of kicking it around. I thought about just letting the show drop and just not, you know, not doing anything never, for the Wednesday never. slot. Yeah, no. And I'm like, I bet I know a guy who's up for having a pint and talking some sports. And that's See, how Chris it, Hoffley it, ended up here. It, and, and, you know, I never, you know, played sports to a level high, like much higher, like, beyond being like the spare or like the you know the guy off the bench or the sub in or whatever you want to call it so um i'm happy to do that here too it's like it's just a, <laughs> okay i wonder where that was going because continuation of my life yeah if this was supposed to be a show that only featured like reputable people who had actually done this for a living we'd have been done uh no, like, we probably never would have started so uh you know as well as anybody else how this works what's the point for today well, it's it's been a day, so I'm actually having a little bourbon right now. Oh, I like it. I got a I've got a pine on deck too. I've got a I've got a clock tower uh, clock tower IPA on deck. But um, every now and then you need to sit back with an old fashioned on a <laughs> on a weekday and okay. I make, good, I make a good old fashioned, and I'm you know every now and then I just I love to mix it up just to throw you a curveball. What's, what's your uh, what's your bourbon of choice? This is Bullet right now. Okay. Yeah. But I've got I got a nice bottle of uh, old like. Extra aged or whatever they call a Jim Beam for Christmas. So that's a nice uh, that's a nice, nice sipper. Yeah. I keep in the keep in the in the bar too. So, but that you know you don't want to mix anything with that. That's sure. A, okay. See, and I don't know anything about any of this stuff. Like my dad, he's like uh, he knows a nice. Don't whiskey. ask me. Don't ask me any more questions about it. That's yeah, okay. pretty much the extent. <laughs> like, 
Okay, because like that's how it goes over here too. And when when a guest says that's what they're doing, I feel compelled to ask them to compel in case or to ask them to expand in case there's a listener who knows more than me, which is almost certainly the case. Uh, but I don't know shit, right? And my dad, he'll get into like uh, he likes a really nice. Um, it's like a a crown XR or something. It's a certain type of rum Fancy. that's well yeah. outside of my uh, financial range. Um, and, and some whiskeys and stuff like that, that I, I just don't know anything about, right? I buy the cheap shit that you can throw in with a Coke. And just See, like to, to each their own in there. Yeah. You want to use the less, the less, no, of course. Yeah. That, right. You gotta, well, cause so he'll like, gotta... he'll offer me, he's like, you need to try some of this. I'm like, you are wasting that on me. Like, I'm just not going to, I, I know enough not to throw a Pepsi in with his good shit, but I'm just like, this is wasted on me. Right. Like, I don't know the difference yeah. between the good shit and the bad shit. So. Uh, to that end, okay. I I do whatever, whatever whatever tastes tastes good going down, right? Yeah, it's not it's not a popularity contest. Uh, yeah, no, and sometimes you're it's not even about what you're drinking. You're just trying to get to a certain point. <laughs> You've had that kind of day. You're just like, I'm going to erase yeah. that right now. <laughs> it's been a long year. Yeah, uh, I am into this. Is the Twilight Hour coffee stout? Of course, it's a stout. Obviously, it's a stout. Clinging to it as long as I can here while everybody's making their stouts. This is from the Lake of Bays Brewing Company. And I'll be honest with you, I've always loved that name, man. I'm a, a, we grew up, you know, boating, uh, cottaging, all this stuff. Like, there's just something that comes to mind when you say the Lake of Bays. It just sounds picturesque. Uh, up there in the Muskokas, which I will say was not our area, we were more of a Kawartha people. That's the superior uh, cottage country to my Kawartha, Kawartha people sounds like a like villainous species in a movie or something. That's <laughs> fair enough. Like I, I won't distance myself from it too far. Uh, the swamp Kawartha people. <laughs> Always been more of a Kawartha guy than a Muskoka guy. But uh, yeah, this is going to be the, uh, like I said, the Twilight Hour coffee stout from the Lake of Bays Brewing Company up there in the Muskokas. Lake of Bays, Lake of Bays does, some, does some good stuff. They really do. I'll, I'll clink my I'll clink my ice here. I appreciate that, man. Look at this guy. And you know what? It sounded a little light already. Like you didn't wait for me, so uh, definitely didn't wait for you. <laughs> appreciate that. Um, if you want to go back and check out, we had a, a nice conversation on episode eight hundred two about Eric Carlson's little drive by on his time in Ottawa. <laughs> um, DJ Smith had uh, had some things to say about whether or not the Sens would be further ahead had they remained in the Atlantic division instead of the, you know, this new North division. Uh, so lots of stuff there at 802. If you want to go back and check that out, wherever you're listening right now, you'll find it or at tallcanaudio.com. Um, most the more I think about it, the more I like that little Carlson drive-by trolling, I think. Like, it's <laughs> like at first I was like, who gives a shit? I think I even said on Twitter, like, who cares what he says now? Because I was mostly, you know, I knew people did, and it was going to be a, a feisty one, right? But, yeah. um, like, come on. Like, he hasn't been here for a bit now, and it's, you know, we obviously got his best years yeah, for in sure. So just, you know, stop being so, so sore about it. Who well, cares and- what? Eric Carlson things now, but at the same time, it's like, you know what he's doing. Cause he was just that kind of guy, like a quirky little drive by <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, troll job. It was, I marvelous. just didn't take it. And, and you know, Rob and I did discuss this and maybe it's because I'm not a sense fan. I just didn't think he meant it quite like, no, I don't quite as so. personally as everyone took it. Like no. it wasn't a compliment, but it was sort of this, 
hey, I went through some shit in Ottawa, right? And and it, it wasn't necessarily that it was always a rebuild, but the ownership wow. thing was a joke, and towards the end, it was getting out of hand, and he got out. I'm sure when he went to San Jose, he didn't think it was going to be a rebuild there. I just don't think this was quite as bad as... I, I assumed it was going to happen that way because the Sharks are all, always disappointing. Okay. <laughs> As as a fan of the blue team, I don't know anything about that. Uh, why don't we start there? I'm, I'm a Sens fan, man. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> why don't we start there? Sunday night, um, Leafs and Sens. Sen, uh, for some reason, I don't know how many the wins the Sens have this year. I'm pretty sure they're all only against Toronto and Montreal. Um, what is, what's happening there? Why does your team keep irritating my team quite this much i i honestly that's i mean the short answer is that for whatever reason they're they're coached now in a way that they can really play up against good teams and as much as i hate to admit that you're good you have a good team in yeah, toronto now you sure. i mean there's hard to hard to deny um so that's like the, the real answer the other answer is i think we just like to fuck with the Leafs. <laughs> like i think it's just like it's so much fun as a fan it's so much fun to be the Leafs. yeah but I imagine as a player, you get up for that so sure. much. And I didn't know if it was going to be the same thing. Like, you're not playing in front of fans. It's, not a, it's obviously not the same vibe for the guys in the building. But right. there's still that that spark. And, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's us playing great or you guys just, for whatever it reason, can be two things. mailing them in. <laughs> when you, but, um, have you been I to... You must have been to a, a few Toronto-Ottawa games in Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, way too many. I also worked at like the Sens merch store in high school. Okay, nice. Um, so I, I saw taught like saw all, so all like Mike Fisher like most of, and shit. And, yeah, and most yeah. of those like you know Peter Schaefer. Yeah, <laughs> like his. I remember that because his wife used to come in and buy just buy stuff all the time. All his stuff. Like, yeah. Don't I get a discount? It was for, like one of those people. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm just shitting on Peter Schaefer's life. For no <laughs> Sorry. Speaking um, of weird drive-bys, <laughs> just, yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. Um, but so I guess yeah, so I like I was there through a lot of those like a lot of those series, and then you know as a you know having it you know being a fan and having tickets after that. So yeah, I've seen like uh, more than more than I ever need. I got to a point like I didn't like it. Like I didn't like being there live because it was just like the energy got really like it was kind of a negative. Like, okay, God, that's everyone, really everyone's so angry at each other here. Yes, like, there no, there really is like, that. And I've heard oh. lots of people say they don't want to take their kids to it because Leaf fans are assholes. And they're like, I, there's words that I hear in those games that I like, I'm not even ready to hear some of that stuff. Like, I, Jesus. And that's uh, fair enough. But I, I'm not, I've been to enough of them too where I'm like, it's not just the guys in blue shirts who start using those words at each other. Oh, of course, of course, of course not. No, absolutely. But I do understand why it needs to be painted that way. Um, I guess it just, I guess I'm surprised like you that I do think, and, and still even now having seen it, we're losing something in terms of the intensity with no fans just because, man, like, if do you really want to skate at 30 kilometers an hour hard into the boards when there's not going to be that adrenaline rush when 10,000 people, 20,000 people all roar, right? You get up and you feel no pain because look what I just did to this building. But now we're just 20 guys running around here in this empty arena. <laughs> like it, it, it does yeah, feel like we've lost something. It's got to be super strange for them because they're like, at least at home, we're having drinks on the couch. Yes. You forget that you're, you know, that they shoot it in a really like the, you know, the TSN Sportsnet cameras do a pretty good job mm-hmm. of shooting kind of around the emptiness of it all. And teams have done their own thing with dressing it up. So you kind of forget right. that there's no, and then the crowd noise to various levels of effectiveness. <laughs> um, 
so you kind of forget immersed in the in the hockey again, but the players like that must be you know, yeah. Like it's just, it must feel like practice a little bit. So, but at, at the end of the day, they managed to sort it out and play, you know, some good, Oh yeah. Some good hockey for us. But I just, as you, you know, as you're talking about like the energy in the building and in the rivalry and stuff, like I, I've been there as a leaf guy, I've probably only been, I could count on one hand, the number of times I've been to the building for a hockey game that, that the Leafs weren't there for. Right. And obviously it's a different vibe when the, the whole crowd, small as it may be, is cheering for the senators versus a sold out building that's got 9,000 Leaf fans in it. It is yeah, 9,000 like that, like that on a low night. Sometimes yeah. Like uh, that's not that crazy, building. right? Like I'm not, no, it, got, it was embarrassing for a while. There you go. I'm like, my, this is, a, this is I went strange. to a game a couple of years ago, two years ago now or whatever. in like mid January, it was a nothing regular season game and the Leafs had won it. And like walking out, there's, it feels like a majority of people in blue chanting, this is our house, right? Like walking out. And you're kind of walking out being like, yeah, you're yeah. probably right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess just like in terms of why the Sens have been able to, it doesn't really surprise me when the Sens in the middle of this rebuild can jump up and bite a good team on the ass in this electrified building, even if it is 60-40 or whatever. It just seems like it would be harder without the crowd. And and so I'm more surprised this year that they're able to create that energy within their own. You know roster. what it is? You know what it is, Matt? It's that sense sickos mentality. Must be. Haha. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How good was that coming from? It was from, fun. That was cool. When DJ Smith yeah, like you gotta love DJ. Biden, you know, you like it's, it's, that's a fun, fun thing. Like it's, that's really take it off. That to me is like, it's fun. Like the pesky sense from a few years sure. back. And it just gives, you know, people are into it and, like it is true. Like it's. I love what. Like I love exciting games. That when the young guys are playing well, even if my team loses, it's it's that, great. And I will. I, I totally will be last get place. That. I will be last place by twenty points or whatever. And I will still text you and <laughs> give me shit. just you know give yeah. you as much shit as I can yeah. come up with. Well, I, I won't lie. Like that sixteen seventeen season of the Leafs, where they turned over like half of the roster to. Matthews and Marner and Nylander and Connor Brown. God, I still love you, buddy. West of town, mm-hmm. Connor Brown. Um, you know, Zach Hyman. No hands. All the, yeah, no, I get it. But um, all these guys, and we weren't supposed to make the playoffs that year. It was just supposed to be the start of the turnaround. And they did end up squeaking in at the very end. But still, for that whole first half, when they weren't supposed to be, it was so much fun, right? Just to watch. What happened What happened that year? I can't remember. <sighs> the same thing that happens every year. Why you got to be like right, that? Right, right. Just, I, just, I didn't have it in front of me. I didn't Google. I'm, I didn't do Here I crap. am trying to relate. <laughs> and you're just like, no, fuck blue, right? Like, we're not no, doing yeah, that. No. It's, like I have, it's like I have a visceral. Like, yeah, it's seriously. Like a, it's, something, it's like a biological reaction in my in myself. Well, so why don't you tell the good people who uh, aren't following us on Twitter, which you really should be at Tall Can Audio, what went down on Sunday night and uh, how uh, I was, I, I'll admit, melting down just a little bit, just a little bit on the Twitters, which I am. The big problem with the Sunday games and really any other game that comes after a recording session is I, I like to have a beer or two in the green room. And then obviously there's going to be a beer or two during the show. And now you're like, you're rolling, right? And and yeah. you're just going to let that happen right through the game. And you're expecting a good time as the Leafs are playing the Sens. And it turns out to not be a very good time. And now all those pregame beers are 
taking you to a bad place. Uh, what <laughs> went down? Beers. Yeah, what went down well, Sunday night off? Great, I, I, I was having yeah, a great time. Of course you were. <laughs> um, you know, like we just like we just covered. That was you know that was a that was a great great fun outing. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. You know, again, having some having some adult beverages and and tweeting is you know ask my work about that sometimes. I don't love it, um, but. You know, it's just one of, one of those things. I was thinking about these sense cutout things that they're doing to put these cardboard cutouts and trying to think of something funny to do or well, something. So, so what are those? Like, just take us through, because I think they're also for a certain, like, local organization. Yeah, or, and they're, so they're, cut. They're, you know, they're what they are. They're, card, they're cardboard cutouts in the shape of whatever you, you know, kind of a human silhouette shape, and you can upload whatever picture to it. And, right. Um, I, I, I know the ones in the, that the sense sickos that I know Andrew King's a local artist, and he kind of uploaded some sense sickos based designs to it. And the sense took that and put it as part of the platform and said, if you, if you buy one of these, we'll, you know, you will donate the proceeds of these to, to Canada's lifeline for, for blood donation and awareness and in memory of Brian Frazier, which right. is, which is a, w- a wicked thing to do. Certainly. Um, and then I'm not a hundred, hundred percent sure to the regular ones go it's directly. Just, to, like, it's the Ottawa community foundation. It's some, yeah, something so, community foundation. So it's still good, a, yeah, good thing. Like yeah. that's, you know, and so, yeah, I was thinking about, you know, how you do do something funny, do something quasi-charitable, do something that's a bit of both. And yeah. um, so I think I tweeted at you and said, like, I'm going to put a tall, I'm going to put a tall can audio cutout of you in yeah. there and, you know, you live in infamy as a, as a Leafs fan <laughs> in the sense thing. And and then you took that and then ran with it and put up 250 bucks for Chio if I, if I did that. So, yeah. That and then it like I was I was gonna do it the next day and then I was like oh, you know screw it I'm on my phone now a bloat. <laughs> well, and it's the same thing, right? Some of the I thought it was funny, like you threw that at me, like I'm you need a cutout or something as I'm just melting down on Twitter. And as you part, be, of, you need to be there when you're cut out. Yeah, in spirit exactly. to watch this. And so I was just like, yeah, all right, you do that. I'll do this and let and it was like oh shit he did it like let's go. all right off we go hey, and you're you're literally the only person who loses in this whole scenario well, like Chio does well the Sens get you know the Leafs also lost, pro- lost a little they lost but you know <laughs> anything for Chio man like no an awesome, yeah I awesome didn't look spot, at that as so. a loss that was so much fun to to watch what that turned into watch how many people you know ended up liking the tweets and and stuff like that you yeah, know that's... anything as you said um anything to to help out a place like Chio. When I grew up um, down in the GTA, both me and one of my sisters spent, you know, some time and needed a little help at uh, at Sick Kids in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So these sorts of facilities always hold a place in, in anybody's heart. And now obviously uh, spending my time in uh, up in Ottawa, I know all about Chio. And, and so, so, I mean, that was an easy, but just a fun way to take something just horribly goddamn frustrating <laughs> turn it into something fun so and now your your alter ego will be at all games look for the tall can audio logo somewhere <laughs> in the uh, in the building uh they'll probably tuck us way in the back they know all about I, I i have been told by one person who works uh out at the building that um they do know who we are and they don't always love us <laughs> tall can audio, so. and that's two out of three of the hosts are Sens fans. So I think when they say they don't love us, 
I think it's just you. It might be me. I think it's me. So I mean, the Sens are the Sens are doing a lot of good, like a lot of things better right yes. now. Like including including like credit where credits do do jumping on this sickos movement. Why wouldn't you? It's you know they're taking a grassroots thing that was created by fans and really built by fans. Like so many of these these kind of cool things are. Yes. And but the Sens are you know when you get the backing of the club to do it, it show gives you a little bit of bit of credit for it well let me ask you about that that. because you're right i I absolutely roasted the team when they deserved it right and now things are starting to turn around and i'm a reasonable man i'm never gonna like them but i'll give them credit where it's due but let me ask you because ian mendez pointed out when he wrote his piece in the athletic a couple weeks ago now about this send sicko movement he wondered out loud does it lose something once the team grabs a hold of it yeah. right does it be- good, does it become corporate does it become yeah. whatever and it kind of loses that cool factor of the grassroots thing do you have any thoughts yes, on it y- yes and no um i think yeah i had that i kind of was th- had that thought too and ian made it that it's a great point because yes probably a little bit it's like your you know your parents getting on facebook <laughs> yes. or like come on mom like oh oh aunt aunt Lola liked my tweet again. Like I don't have an Aunt Lola. I don't know why that was my go-to. Uh, um, so yeah, there, I think there's an element of that. But I think when they do it in a way that you know raises money for charity, yeah. and you know, it's I'm so cynical about so many things. I just can't quite bring myself to like shit on that aspect of it because mm-hmm. it's and it's for and it's for Brian Fraser, who's just you know certainly was one of my one of my favorite one of my favorite people in the media world to. To, to know and so let's say you know, anything for him too. You talk about Chio, like it's yeah. for Fraser, it's for for Fraser, whoever. But Chio, you know, Fraser, I always think of as a kid, even though he was twenty six. <laughs> um, you know, I've known him since he got out of school and he looked like he was twelve at a Algonquin. So, was, um, you know, that kind of stuff is great. So, yeah, I never really have an issue with that. Yeah, and I think the only thing that you really run, like for now, it's kind of cool that, and I guess it's. Um, Bonks Mullet, who runs the mm. uh, the money on the board, yeah, and he turned it in for a little while as a you know um, Canada's lifeline and and stuff in honor of Brian Fraser. So I mean, it does make sense that the Sens would get on board and try and do some good with it. And as long as that's the case, I think people will be okay with it. But I think the thing that you run into with a lot of these things is sometimes the team or the more corporate entity, let's get away from the senators, sticks with it too long and almost like runs it into the ground. And no, oh, yeah. And while, sure. while whole... it's the charity thing, it's cool. But, but as long as like they're able to throw some, some weight behind it while it's doing some good, I think in that regard, it's for it's sure. I don't want to see it as like the, like the official team hashtag or no. whatever. Like, <laughs> exactly. it was, Cause those like, trust me, I having been in the planning sessions for that kind of thing. It's really hard to get right. <laughs> yeah, no, I have no, no doubt that's true. Um, a week or so ago, Michaela and I were on here talking about, um, this news that what, I mean, it was news, but there wasn't news. Like it, it was worth talking about, but we didn't know anything. We may, maybe still don't, uh, when it comes to this potential relationship, uh, with the CFL and the XFL, I know I'm going to let you off the hook a little bit. You got to be a little more careful than we do in terms of what you say, but just what was your kind of reaction to maybe the reaction, right? Like everyone saw like, Oh my God. And immediately assumed the worst. And I was a little guilty of that. Um, what was your take on, you know, a, the, the possible news here, but be the way everyone kind of immediately jumped all over it. 
What did something happen last week? I yeah. took a few days off. Oh, okay, yeah, no. I know. <laughs> the Rock um, is coming you know, back. New now playing for the same. <laughs> the Rock is going to be Rock awesome. Is in charge apparently, yeah. um, based on a number of Rock memes that were sent to me <laughs> and like tweeted at us, and um, you would think that was the case, but no, you're right. I mean, you're right on all fronts in the sense that there's not a lot out there that's known right now, and um, other than that, these talks are taking place, and I think the reaction was kind of cool and unexpected at least on my end in the sense that it was fairly like fairly nuanced or as nuanced as you can be on twitter for a lot of people like <laughs> kind of like kind of down the middle with their opinions and kind of looking at it a little bit more critically than i thought some people might um versus saying you know i love it or i hate it or whatever but yeah. there was a lot of interesting conversations on on what it could mean and you know what would happen if this happened or if x happened or um but i think the bottom line is yeah we don't know you know what does a relationship mean where does that go when do we see what happens out of that? I have no idea, but I think as a as a business, as a you know, as this, as a league, you're you'd be insane not to take part in those kinds of conversations. Like I don't really, you know, I mean, not to say I don't have an opinion one way or the other, but what things could go, I'm not going to get. You know, I I like my job, so <laughs> um, I do absolutely agree that you have to have these conversations like it's it's absolutely it would be it would be a terrible business move not to have the opportunity to to have these conversations with with people that you know like the people that are involved with the xfl um and you know it's not the ownership of old and the and the you know what it, the xfl is that we all think it was um so i think yeah i think you'd be nuts not to have it, hate me league. Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like you're not gonna you know the 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 crazy running one-on-one for the I'm sorry. I know, I know it was terrible for the, I loved that was the coolest thing ever. I mean, it was, it was, it was crazy. And I was like 17 or whatever when it came out. uh, So like there's, but there's lots to, there's lots to really like about that. And, um, you know, who knows where, who knows where that goes. Um, we'll see, but, You'd have you have to have those conversations. Is the bottom line. Otherwise, you're just not doing sure. You're not doing right by your fan base. Um, Stephen Brunt on Monday or Tuesday, I can't remember now. Um, you know, was on the radio and said similar to what you said in the sense that it's worth having the discussion. It's worth seeing where they're at, where you're at, what you might be able to do together, and what you're not. But if you're talking about potentially playing games exhibition, mid-season, all-season, after the season, whatever, no one in the United States has even the mildest interest in playing three-down football. I don't know how much you want to say here, but would that be a... Are you even open to the idea that we may lose, like, three-down football? I mean, I I have a pretty significant sentimental attachment yeah. to the Canadian game as it is now. Right. But I refuse to be that guy who's like terrified of change all the time. Yeah. Things like this. And I just, I, yeah, I know I want, I love, th- I love the three down game. I like the, the, the bigger field and the waggle and, you know, yeah, the, the extra uh, movement, the extra, and... the extra guy, like it's all, yeah. it's all part of what makes this good. So, no, I don't want to see. Obviously, I don't, I don't think I as right now without having any knowledge of what they're talking about. I don't want. Well, to that's see what the we do here, man. I don't we, want to see the game. We talk know, and we pretend we know things. We speculate <laughs> and we. No, I think I don't want to see. You know, and I don't think that'll happen. I don't get the impression that you know even people start to, like saying things like merger and that kind of thing. Like nowhere does it say 
that right. in the in the wording. I don't, I you know, you don't hear whispers of that, and this is you know still a bit down the road. So no, you don't want to see the whole game suddenly like you wake up one day and it's you know good the whole Canadian every aspect of it's gone. But I don't, I, you know, I'm not worried that that's going to happen at this point. Well, I'll tell you and, what I've been wrestling with a little bit, and that's the fact that we've gotten here as a league for a reason and I love the league I have for as long as I've been a football fan or for as long as I've been a sports fan I've loved the CFL but there are certain realities in some of these markets and it it hasn't grown like we wanted it to and maybe it hasn't really caught on with a lot of younger people so when I was first reading this sort of news I was staunchly against anything that ends the three down game is not something I'm even interested in discussing. And as you've said, you'd be nuts not to have the conversation. I'm just like, nope, not having the conversation. I've had a, yeah. f- a, a couple people say to me since then, what if the alternative is just, okay, then we're done. Exactly. Okay, then the league's over. Now are you ready I'm to more, talk about it? You're I'm like, more, st- I'm staunchly against losing the league. Yeah. Like that's, well, that's, you know, that's a reason, far more reasonable. <laughs> yeah. But when you put it back that way and go, okay, you can have your three downs and you can go under, or you can go to four downs and we'll see what happens. Now, again, no one is saying that that's what's coming. Well, that that's yeah, a, and who, who knows? Maybe it is a, maybe it is a collaboration and in, in, you know, there's so many ways you can collaborate in terms of player scouting and sharing and availability and yeah. um, a two game series after the season, one up here, one down there to, you know, XFL champion versus CFL champion, two game total points play each team's rules on their own field. Like I'm willing to talk about that kind of thing. I just, I think you can't be shocked that I I know you said you were surprised with the, or pleasantly surprised with the uh, nuanced level of conversation. You like my use of the word nuance there. That was gorgeous, man. You're just bringing it here. I love that. Uh, But at the same time, there was a certain amount of get your back up. This is the way we do it. We're losing something unique if we give up the Canadian game. Like there was that element of it too that couldn't have caught you off guard. Like that can't be surprising. No, I've you know I, I'm not naive at all in this <laughs> world. Like in this in this world now, like in in my world of sports media and and public relations. No, I'm not surprised by any of it. I just thought there was going to be more of you know I'm not going to move off my opinion. And there was obviously some of that, but there was more of you know. A bit more of let's see, let's wait and see at least. Like I sure. hate the idea. I hate what's the I like people being like, well, I wouldn't want this to happen, but they haven't said that's going to happen yes. yet. So maybe we just chill for a little bit. <laughs> so I, I think just keeping an open mind right now is the is the biggest thing, and because um, who who knows? Like it's just it's not nothing's nothing's happening now, and no. I think just you know being ready to roll with it if you you know if people want to make sure this league stays viable for a long time. It's, you know, it's a, it's a huge, you know, it's a crown jewel of Canada as far as I'm concerned. So I don't think, I don't think anyone's in a rush on either side of these conversations to, to drastically change that aspect of it. But if it means, you know, they can come, they can figure something out in the relationship that, you know, guarantees the longevity for, for, you know, whatever that takes for the CFL, then yeah, I'm totally into hearing that out. And it doesn't really matter what I think, as it turns out, I don't, (laughs) Um, don't get a huge say in these kinds of things. 
Um, but no, I just I'm I'm looking forward like anyone to to hearing what what comes of it. I'm I'm such a big fan of the the CFL product and then being part of it. So it's it's exciting. But mostly like you know like anyone says right now, just uh, we just want to get ready for this season. And I want to ask you about that. Yeah, for sure. I'm, in a yes, second, I'm so I'm so hungry for Honestly. for some kind of normalcy and like I'm I'm not you know again I'm not going to be naive and ridiculous, but I you know there's steps to get through. We're not there with COVID yet, but. It worked, you know, there's light, light at the end of the tunnel. My parents, Certainly. my my parents are getting vaccinated. It's I, awesome. I know people that are getting vaccinated. I can't stop, uh, man. I've been all in on every single one of those tweets. Just people I've never met before. I don't know how you ended great. up on my timeline. Someone must have liked it or retweeted. It was like, hey, my grandmother just got vaccinated. I'm like, fucking right. Let's go, right? Like, it's been awesome. It's such a big, it's such a big weight. Like, I didn't, like, I was so, I mean, I knew I'd be relieved, but no, when I, my mom told, when I knew my mom was getting it, it was just like, oh, man, that's yes. like. I'm more worried about getting it and giving it to her than I am just getting it myself. I, sure. Ideally, I don't, I don't want to get it either. Doesn't seem no. like it. Barrel last seem like a great time, but no, that was a big. That's I think that's a big stressor for a lot of people with this stupid virus. Though. Yeah. Well, the the last thing I guess I'll say on this, and and I wonder, I'm sure you saw the Rock's Instagram post um, yeah. on the day all this broke. I said to Shrides on this podcast on Friday morning. To me, that post was meant for Canada. Um, talked about how he, you know wasn't good enough for the CFL, got cut and put him on a great path, all these things, but was like showing respect, uh, mentioned Wally Buono by name as a guy who became a mentor and a, a friend long-term. Um, and to me, all of that was, okay, I know this has got to be blowing up in Canada and he's a, a guy chiefly involved in the XFL. He doesn't want to see that well poisoned before he even gets there. To me, that message was all for us in terms of, I don't want to kill your game. I respect your league. I respect what you guys do. Um, we just want to see if we can work together, but I'm not coming in here trying to take it over. Um, did you have a different take on it? Or? No, you're, you're bang on, I think. I mean, it's great. I expect it, you know, his team and their people oh, yeah. to have great great marketing and PR people were doing this, and that was it was a great play. It was a great statement. Um, it was 100% for for Canadian football fans. And I think, I think it's, you know, legit in the sense that he's talked, the rock has talked about, or I don't know, Dwayne Johnson, Mr. Johnson. I don't know what I have to call him <laughs> now, but he's apparently my boss, but, um, the people's commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, um, he's talked, uh, he's spoken a bunch in the past about his respect for the CFL mm-hmm. and his, and his coming up through in, into the league and, and how, and what that meant to him. So I don't, you know, if, if he had never said any of that about it before I'd read a statement like that and be like, Right. Sure, yeah. Like, have you? But I, he's talked. He's spoken so, so fondly about his experience with the CFL and Wally, and then people involved when he was there. That um, you know, I, I, I don't doubt that he's again not. You know, I don't think any of them are looking to come in and and blow the place up. No, I, I believe you know like a statement's a statement at the end of the day. But I think, yeah, I think he's he's probably really involved and bought into the he's idea. Pretty savvy. Of, he knows. He's a, I mean, God, like he's in. He's into everything. Yeah. He's. It's not a fluke. Like it's one thing to get famous and you know be an action star or whatever, but when you get into that like super branding and marketing, yeah. marketing of yourself the way he and guys like you know Ryan Reynolds, who's everywhere, yes. um, like those guys are so like they're they forget the acting. They're successful because of everything else they do around it. Right. No, you're totally right about that. Um, you referenced there starting to, you know, 
where things are, are at, the light at the end of the tunnel, how we're going to get to a CFL season this year. Um, again, I know you value your employment, so <laughs> we'll, we'll put this, um, you know, and you'll take it to a place where you're comfortable taking it. But I'm going to ask you, what is your confidence level right now that we will see some sort of CFL season in 2021? Incredibly confident. Okay. I, I like. I'm very, very confident. I know Mark Gowdy, our CEO, was in the media the other day saying, you know, kind of pegging it around ninety yeah. percent. Um, and you'd be, I mean, you'd be nuts now to say hundred percent on anything, just the way the world the world works. I think ninety percent is probably as good as you're going to get for most people. Sure but anything, right? Now. There's the yeah, exactly. And then there's like there's positivity and like a, a feeling that it's going to happen, kind of in every facet of our operations right now, and in terms of how we plan for for seasons and the meetings that we have within, you know, internally with the CFL and within our, within the red blacks and everyone's, there's not that feeling of like, okay, well, what if this doesn't happen? And obviously there's, there's, there's contingency plans that you have to have, but most everything is very much focused on, fuck, let's just get this thing. <laughs> let's just get this thing done. I don't know what it's going to look like. None of us do like in terms of how many fans, fans, you know, when, if it's going to start on time, we certainly hope it will, but there's no guarantees. So I don't know any, you know, wild card on everything right now, except that I'm very, com- I'm very comfortable in being quite optimistic that there's going to be football. Right. Um, has there been, to your knowledge, any sort of conversation uh, between the league and uh, and I should let people know before we move too far off because I know conversations between the league and the teams is a little above your pay grade. But when the CFL is working with the Rock, I have had the foresight to ask Hoff to make sure that we are amongst the first in line to have the Rock on the Talk and Audio podcast. <laughs> as soon as he's got the direct sure, line to the Great sure. War, Hoff's going to make that happen. Only if we can. Only if I can bring him over to the studio. Oh yeah, no, that's an in-person type deal, right? Oh, gotta be. Got to go one on one with the great one. Um, it's as this is happening. Like, do you believe that there are conversations? Like, I think we all assume, and maybe it's just me, and maybe I'm crazy. By September, let's say they always said by the end of September, we assume we'll have every Canadian vaccinated. Now we're starting to see some of those timelines move up a little bit. Do you think that there have been conversations? going on between the league and the government with what are we going to do in terms of quarantines? I like the Americans are fit to be vaccinated by the end of goddamn May. Like, yeah, they are. We still going to insist on like this two week isolation or are they just going to pick a date September 1st and go, no, like we're moving forward with a, and again, I know you don't know, or even if yeah, you did, I mean, you it's a, really, it's a, a really 10 good. game season that's just normal, right? Open stadiums. Like, is is that, do you think that possibility is one of the ones on the table right now? I think every possibility is. I think they've been talking about those kinds of things for, for a long time now. And there's, you know, again, like everything we're doing right now is planning for kind of every possible eventuality. So I assume at the higher that's level, that's got to be hope so. No, it's not. It's in the <laughs> no. ass, and I never, you know, I hope to never have to experience this again in my professional life. Right. Um, but it is, you know, it is what it is in that sense. You got to be ready for for whatever's <laughs> coming. So I think, yeah, I think those conversations are probably going on. No, I'm certainly not involved with them. Yeah. And um, yeah, you'd be, uh, you be, you have to, you have to assume that by the time we get going, most Americans are going to be vaccinated. There's going to be obviously. Quite 
on the road about, you know, I know I saw a headline about, you know, that, you know, what if there's players or whoever that don't get vaccinated or don't want to or yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, so they're, you know, again, not, I'm very happy. Don't have to be involved with those conversations. Um, there's a, the, there's a lot of stuff to, to get through and then quarantine. And I mean, none of that is our decision. That's going to be a government, sure. um, telling the CFL and the CFL telling us how that's all, how that's all going to play. But uh, presumably the travel restrictions are going to loosen once most more people than not have been given the vaccine and then hopefully planning gets a little bit freaking easier from that point on. Uh, last thing on the CFL, I'm thinking maybe right after Easter, uh, you and I and somebody else are back on here for a little bangerang. Does that seem reasonable? Yeah, for sure. Tell us a little about that. Mm. About bangerang and well, bangerang, uh, yeah. bangerang is delicious. Yeah. Um, you know, Justin Howell, who's, um, Place for the Auto Red Blacks, obviously. He's yeah. uh, doing a little work on the side, um, working with his Bangarang hard seltzer company, um, you know, repping that and getting that out to, to the masses. And he's been kind enough to uh, to share a, a sample or two with me along the way. And um, they're, yeah, they're he sent us there. a message not long after Lapo was on and said, how do we get a little bangerang in your hands exactly. and, and talk about them? I'm like, yeah, let's do Anytime. that. <laughs> so I know he's, I know he's down. It's, it, it's good stuff. Like if you like your, you know, lower cal, not too sweet kind of, I sound like a commercial now, get bangerang today. Um, <laughs> and I know they just came out with a new pink lemonade flavor that I haven't tried yet. So mm. I, was, I was messaging Justin the other day being like, why don't I have any of this yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll have to get some of that in studio. We'll get him on the show and, uh, I'd like to do that maybe early April. Here's the thing to the good listener. Uh, Hoff's been awesome in terms of lining up some of these uh, OSEG-related guests for us. Um, I don't think Lapo is going to be as understanding mid-season with his guys coming in and having beers with us when they should be training and resting and all the. So you got to kind of work this through the uh, the off season. So that's yeah, what that's we're when we get more coaches on in the during the season because I don't think they have to worry about. They're all into quite quite as much. <laughs> exactly. uh, it depends. Again, it depends on the guy. I know some guys will still have you know the odd pint. Sure, some, but they don't want to do it publicly. On no, the... <laughs> and some guys will lock it. Some guys won't drink at all during the season. Right. Um, depends on, you know, I guess what their regimen is. But... Sure. Can you take us at all through um, what your expectations are right now with the OHL? Um, and the 67s and, and everything that's about to go on there. We have heard that guys have been told to come home or come back to their home cities. Uh, it sounds like probably four bubble cities of five teams or maybe five bubbles of four teams. Um, what are you expecting right now for this kind of abbreviated 24-game OHL run? Honestly, I'm kind of, kind of expecting, you know, a, I'm expecting an announcement sometime fairly soon because you're kind of getting to that point that do that or die things, things need to happen. Um, so I, that, I've heard the same things. I honestly like they they're keeping that one pretty close to the vest in, in terms of planning. Um, yeah, I've heard you know bubble city, hub cities, shortened season, kind of like a I don't know if they call it like a tournament format format or yeah. or, or whatever. Um, I don't think Hollywood would be one just based like geographically. Um, and, and some of the, the cities I've seen thrown out there, but that's just kind of me me speculating. I, I I do feel like that could happen, and it sh- I hope it happens. Just they do it in a, they can do it in a safe way because I feel so bad for these players that haven't had the chance and don't get the big chance to get scouted before the draft and that right. kind of thing. 
Um, so that's, you know, fingers crossed. I, yeah, I hope so, but we're really getting to that point of there's not a lot of runway. Seriously. Um, but at the same time, we're seeing you know, some really cool stuff like Cedric Andre and Plip getting his first start for the uh, Belleville Sens last night. Named the third, named the third star as on a on an amateur tryout with them. Merrick Rippin, defenseman <laughs> for the sixty sevens, same deal. Just signed an ATO um, to play there for you know the rest of the season, a good chunk of the season. So seeing some of our guys. For those Grant who don't Clark, know, the Belleville Sens are playing in Ottawa this year. Um, so right, a little help there in terms of geography and. Uh, yes, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, they're playing CTC, and um, so we've got. You know, a couple of those guys, and then like guys like Graham Clark, who's doing well for the in the AHL. Um, lots going on with, with some of the alum and the current guys and the NHL guys. So it'll be good to hopefully get some of the young kids out on the ice, um, wherever that is for however many games. But your guess is as good as mine on yeah. that one at this point. Um, what does uh, you know? As we record this on Tuesday night, last thing I got for you here. Uh, we are on the eve of St. Patrick's Day, and by the time people are listening, it will be St. Patrick's Day. Uh, what does St. Patty's Day look for you this year in this kind of crazy time? And are you normally someone who would take advantage of this mm. oh-so-holy beer holiday? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I don't I don't think I'm going to do a lot tomorrow, to be perfectly honest. Like, if the weather looks pretty good, I might sit on the deck and have a few. Sure. Um, might make a, you know, some kind of Irish... Based cocktail, not green beer, because that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, I'm not putting food coloring in my beer, good lord. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. I, 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 that's the hill I'm going to die on. No, exactly. no green beer. Very aggressive. You're at a uh, St. Patty's Day party, and the only beer they're handing out has got green in it. You're drinking that some bitch. Well, for <laughs> sure. But I'm also not in a frat anymore, so I have a, That's not usually a problem. Okay. Um, no, I, yeah, I like St. Paddy's Day. I'm not Irish in the least. Uh, I do enjoy it. I like any excuse to hang out with people and have a good time in a pub. Right. Um, I will not ever line up to get into an Irish pub. No. Uh, that is just, I'm too old for that. I think. (laughs) I just, yeah, I don't like... Well, especially I, when the you, night before and the night after, there's no lineup. I'm not coming to your place. And right. Spend, so the, you know, all of a sudden, you have a cover? Get out of here. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Like, your bar is the same as it was yesterday. Yes. Um, so, no, I don't like that kind of aspect. And it's, you know, the it, obviously the idea of being in a really crowded bar right now is not super yeah, appealing. No, um, so, yeah, no, probably going to probably gonna be pretty low-key. How about you? Yeah, no, it's uh, maybe... Uh, a beer or two like on the balcony or outside or something. But, uh, I've, uh, I haven't done almost anything in, in a calendar year and evidence would suggest I'm only weeks away from a vaccine. I'm not, hey. I'm not blowing it on, on St. Patrick's day to nope. go have a green colored beer at like, I don't know, St. Louis Bar and Grill or something. <laughs> like, it's oh, just exactly. I'm like, sorry. What are for, we doing? For twelve for twelve dollars. <laughs> exactly. But. Like I'm not doing this, right? So Thanks. The one thing that I will say, I, I do remember like during my college days, we would roll out and like once a year, is long before I got into knowing anything about beer. I was drinking like Canadian all the time and, and what on St. Patty's Day, we'd grab some Guinness. And I like could barely finish. I'm like, this sucks. Like, this is a terrible beer, and it's not a terrible beer. I'm a terrible beer drinker. <laughs> that point is the. So I do like the fact that I love a good Guinness now, um, and that will be kind of my 
the extent of my St. Paddy's Day. That'll um, be bad. Yeah, I'm going to have a couple Guinness instead of the the craft thing instead of uh, whatever else. But yeah, I can I I'll never forget like every year during college or university or whatever was going on when we were young. Uh, we'd all grab a bunch of Guinness and be like, oh, why did we do this? Like, why didn't we, did we just stick with the stuff we know we liked? Right? So now, love a good Guinness. You learn, you grow, and you learn. That's right, ma'am. That's right. Uh, last thing I want to bring up on this show, uh, for those of you who have been listening for a long time, um, and for those who recognize that female voice that brings us in and out of many of the podcasts in the intros, her name's Amy Burke a three-time Canadian Paralympian, and it is her birthday on St. Patrick's Day. So happy birthday to our pal Amy Burke. Um, Yeah, one of those voices around Tall Can Audio. Uh, And she will be spending her birthday in a bubbled training camp as they still prepare for Tokyo 2020, uh, which is now 2021. Um, Yeah, that's confusing. It is a little weird, but uh, she's out of town. She's at a bubbled training camp uh, on her birthday. So if by chance she's listening to this one or if you people want to hit her up on social media, Burke Amy 7 it is her birthday. Uh, So happy birthday, Amy. We hope you're having an awesome day. Uh, that's where we'll wind this one down. Hoff, man, appreciate it jumping in at the last minute. I always know you're down for a beer and a conversation, so uh, appreciate you bringing it today. Always a pleasure, my friend. And uh, we will be in touch soon. We'll get the uh, the Bangarang pod set up. Let's Um, do it. Hit us up with your social media handles there. Ooh, I am at Chris Hoffley on Twitter and uh, Hoff on Sports on the old Instagram machine. Nice. Uh, that is Tall Can Audio number 803. We're on uh, Twitter and Instagram too, both at Tall Can Audio. We're on that uh, Clubhouse thing. And make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to this one right now. Follow, thumbs up, whatever it is on your pod app of choice. Just hit it because we're going to keep bringing shit for you. So uh, for Chris Hoffley, my name is Matt Robinson, and we will see you all Friday morning when Michaela Schreider returns. Until then, peace. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Thanks for listening. You can get more TCA at tallcanaudio.com or by searching Tall Can Audio on your favorite podcast app.